hello and welcome to the show the dr whisperer show you know some people like to say she calls herself the dr whisperer no dum-dum i am the dr whisperer that's because your doctors like to whisper well i like to yell at them so i should be called the dr yeller or old yeller (laughs) oh you're not old as far as you think i know i'm actually not old at all Well, I'm going to introduce you in a second, but first I'm going to put on this neck cream because I am doing something really hilarious. The person that sent this to me maybe doesn't think that I'm going to put it on like during the show. So if I don't, if I have jiggles still in my neck in a week, nobody's going to buy this shit. I don't see any jiggles. Well, not, well, well, look, it's not bad, but it's going to supposedly go away. Wait, are we li- are we live right now? Are we are we live on tape? No, we're live on tape. God, see what I'm dealing with here, people. Everybody, welcome. What do you want me to call you, Doc? You know, you can call me McDreamy or uh, <laughs> Doctor McStuffins. Oh my maybe God. maybe uh, Welby, Doctor Marcus Welby. <laughs> you know what? You, you can call me Al. If you be my bodyguard. I can be your long lost pal. I can call you Betty. Betty all right. I can really Betty, you can call me Al. It is Betty, right? It is I mean, Betty. Sharon. Sharon. Or Betty. Whatever. So it's so good to see you today. Your electrons look radiant. Thank you so much. It's like a virtual hug. It is. So I want to give you a computer virus, not a coronavirus. (laughs) Okay. Hence why, everybody, I'm ending my Friday with the gentleman that is on the other side of this computer screen. His name is Dr. Mark Sylvester. And he's a psychiatrist and many other things that we're going to get to in just a moment. Why don't you say hello to the audience, like an official hello. Hello. <laughs> oh my God. I might, I might laugh to this whole thing. I'm so, used to a live studio audience, so this is a bit of an adjustment for me. <laughs> but um, You're I'll, used to I'll people manage. cheering? <laughs> is that what you're used to? Yeah, I'll do what I can. Okay, I'll try to put maybe some clapping noise in the background or pretend somebody's laughing. We're laughing on the inside. <laughs> This is going to be my favorite, but I do say that a lot. So you really have a lot to live I don't, up to. I don't feel special. Well, you shouldn't because I have had a lot of special people on the show, if I'm going to be honest. I, I only pick people that are like entertaining, um, inappropriate, hmm. and smart AF. I can be, I can be inappropriate. And I can be smart and stuff. You good and stuff. Because I'm pretty sure you're not not only a doctor, but you're like, I don't know, like an engineer and all this stuff that's embarrassing for me because I'm not any of that. Well, you could be. I don't want to be, but thank you. So let's have a real conversation for just a moment. Now, I am recording this on Friday because I did want my week to end with you. I did do a costume change. I was wearing a hat a few minutes ago after I recorded um, Todd from Equality Florida. But I wanted to end with you. I'm going to air you on Monday because I feel like people should start the week with you. 
it feels like a Monday. It feels like a Monday right now when you're listening to this. <laughs> Does it look like Monday though? Yeah, but you know, Monday that we, we could have zombies wandering the streets. That's Corona true. zombies. Corona zombies. So let me just tell the audience real quick how I met you. And then I want you to start talking about the real true help that you offer people. Okay. Okay. Okay, good. I met you through Dr. Richard Schulman, who is an amazing psychologist and many other things like a musician, plays guitar, he's fun. He wrote a book. Oh, as a matter of fact, this book is right here. Yes. The Labyrinth of Healing. So I met him and then he was like, hey, I want to introduce you to my friend Mark. And then you showed up and it was like three people having 95 conversations in an hour. Yeah, yeah, we felt a little like stepbrothers, you know, like, did we just become best friends? Yes. At least that was for me. It's totally, and it's, that happens when people that I already like introduce me to other people that they know I'll like, and that is what happens. And I like you. I like you too, Betty. Aw, thanks. So, I was like, oh my God, you're an alternative psychiatrist? Oh, that, that, to me, that was like music to my ears. But the problem was then, that is not the problem now, is that you were in Sarasota and I am in Tampa Bay. Now that's not far, because I was driving out there two, three times a month. But for the people that I knew that I wanted to refer to you, it was far. But tell the audience why that's not a problem today, during this temporary new normal, AKA COVID-19. Yeah, well, it's, it's as fate and luck would have it now that we're all on house arrest, the society as we know it has been forcibly thrust to teleconferencing, video conferencing, Zooming, Skyping, whatever you want to call it, the yeah. FaceTiming. FaceTiming, and, sure. um, I don't know, I think it's been quite an awakening for people um, it's something that we've been doing for many years. So to me, it was sort of another day at the office, but one unique thing about it that's really sort of changed the whole cultural milieu of how do I get to see a provider, whether that's a mental health provider or, or business or anything. Um, now people know that this is not only an option, but a very convenient and private option. And that's pretty cool. It's the, what we've been trying to get the word out on for years, really. Isn't that, it's amazing. And this is what I've been screaming about for um, the last however long it's been, because nobody knows what day it is really anymore anyway. It's uh, Monday. Oh, that's right. Thank you. It's Monday. Ooh, that, that, could, that could be depressing. On it's the Monday morning. It's, no, it's not. It's Monday evening. At five. I mean, it's Monday evening right now. <laughs> this is the best. Okay, so... I was like, you guys have been doing this forever. This is incredible. Like everybody needs telehealth. But I've been trying to tell all the doctors that I work with, all the healers, I like to just say healers, because it's not just MDs, DOs, acupuncturists, therapists, blah, blah, blah. Healers. That nobody's going back. Nobody's going back. I, I like, couldn't agree more. Yeah, thank you. Tell everybody why. More. It makes me think of like when, when RC Cola first, or was it Pepsi, first came out with Jolt, like the world's mm -hmm. first energy drink. Mm -hmm. And nobody 
really drank it. You had this tiny like microcosm of cult jolt drinkers. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, 10 years later, Red Bull comes out and society was ready for this whole energy drink, you know, yes. uh, wave. And now, and it was been history ever since. Now there's like more energy drink flavors and, and, and manufacturers than I think all other drinks combined. It's stunning. So we felt that way a little bit like telehealth and we thought maybe it was just in Florida, but it's interesting. People knew of Skype, yeah. but similarly Skype didn't really take off. It didn't really catch on. Now all of a sudden Zoom, you know, Skype 2.0, as I like to call it, <laughs> is everywhere. Yeah. And it's very powerful, very convenient. The technology certainly exists, the platform. It's just changing our way of, of thinking and, and the status quo of how we normally um, process information. Most people don't, their first thought's not, hey, I need to see my doctor, where's my computer? And <laughs> right. the pandemic, mm -hmm. unfortunately and fortunately, has totally rewritten that. I agree, it's never gonna be the same. We're never going back. This is Red Bull days, baby. It is, it is. And you know, I was listening to, I have a favorite uh, business guy. I'm a little tad bit obsessed. I'll admit it right here. It's fine. It's Gary Vaynerchuk. Anybody that knows me knows already that I'm obsessed with him. Um, he had a soft tissue massage person on his show yesterday or today. And I'm like screaming as he is asking, he's like, no, but I, I don't understand. How come people don't understand how great soft tissue massage is? And the whole time I'm thinking it's because it's a massage therapist because she doesn't know how to do marketing or branding. So nobody knows that you have it. So when yeah, people- Yeah, I have plenty of soft tissue. <laughs> right, so when people find out how great it is, you know, it has to be surrounding some type of push. And the other thing is like, when you make something mandatory, like, oh, if you, if you don't wear your seatbelt, you're going to get a ticket. Yeah. Well now, you know, people don't fly out of cars like they used to. Yeah, and of course, everyone remembers the days when they were holding kids down and forcing Red Bull down their throats. That really <laughs> helped the energy drink fad catch on. Right. Pretty sure those energy drinks aren't great. But anyway, in the world of alternative psychiatry, I loved it because, of course, I and I've been very open about this. I wrote a book about it. You know it. Um, you say that you wrote a book. You read the book, but I still have no idea, actually. I read the book. I do say that I wrote a book, but... You'll have to have me on a different time for the debut. Okay, good. Well, um, I always talk about my issue with uh, mental health, addiction, alcoholism, 25 years sober. And my only interaction with a psychiatrist was when I was going to go on Prozac 25 years ago for six months. Now, it wasn't actually, dare I say, the psychiatrist, dare I say, that kind of helped me through this depression. I just, I got the drug. And then I had a therapist that helped me through. And the thing that I love about what you do is a lot of things. And this is not blowing smoke, okay? So don't get your ego all uppity up. <laughs> I'm inflating, sorry. <laughs> I got a hold of myself. So the thing that I love is that you don't, you know that there's so much more 
than just that. And yes, of course, I'm going to be very politically correct and say, of course, there's medication. We should have medication for people that need it. That is blatantly obvious to me. I would never say anything because it helped me. And then I didn't need it ever again. But that's just me. Because I had community. I had, you know, 12 step and I had a therapist. I had all these tools. I had love in my life. I had all this stuff. So tell me about the options that you also have at this wonderful, integrative, beautiful, alternative psychiatry facility that you house in Sarasota. But, you know, we don't have to go there right now. We could just, you know, do Technically that. Bradenton. Technically Bradenton. Technically, yeah. To me, it's all the same. Anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I grew up in Sarasota, so, huh. you know, we had to make fun of Bradenton. You go north till you smell it, west till you step on it. Now <laughs> I live and work in Bradenton. That's funny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, who can afford Sarasota? I'm just a poor doctor. That's true. But to answer your question, to your point, now, how did I get into this? Yes. Especially coming from, like you mentioned, my background as an engineer and being trained at a pretty classically Western medical school, I very much am comfortable with facts and science and statistics and research that really appeased my left side of my brain. And I got out in the real world, in the working world, and I very quickly realized my clinical style of being very evidence-based um, and, and, and very much the way that I was trained uh, was not helping anywhere near the amount of people. I mean, of course, I wanted to help everyone. Yeah. If I help everyone, I meant get them back to their, their normal level of functioning. Right. Heal them, you know, use the word healer actually cure or get them in remission of symptoms and that was happening like 30 to 35 maybe 40 percent of the time Mm. and I just very quickly realized either my medical education was extremely limited and in this case I'd have to give it an f based on that statistic because a 35 percent was an f and most of the schools I went to Mm -hmm. and I started opening myself up you know, sort of to the more middle of the road, maybe more, um, not necessarily anecdotal, but case studies or smaller power research, um, other people's clinical experience. And I just kept going on and expanding my repertoire, self-learning to really see how can I get enough tools in my, in my practice toolbox to reach or help everybody. And that was when I really got turned on by integrated health the whole concept of functional psychiatry, which is just so much more than psychotherapy or medication prescribing. Many of these pharmaceuticals, um, you know, come with a lot of risks, side effects, um, interactions, drug, drug interactions, drug gene interactions. So not only was I not helping a lot of people, I, I have the power to really make people worse, especially if I don't know what I'm doing. So I got really fascinated by the, learning anything and everything about not only treatment options, but the more into the causes of a lot of the common issues that we all struggle with from time to time, whether that's depression, anxiety. Um, well, people are struggling to do that right now. What about right Adjustment now? issues, absolutely. So you have been very busy this week. I will just tell everybody, even though it's Monday. Yes. It feels like a Friday. Monday has been so busy. (laughs) You had a very busy week last week. Yes. And I um, remember it vividly as if it were today. (laughs) Right. 
And um, sometimes when you're that busy, you're almost grateful for a cancellation, but not a great idea to do it at the last minute. Anyway, I'm saying that for myself because I'm like the bodyguard to the doctors. They don't do that. They don't like cancel last minute. But anyway, so you had a very busy week last week. What has been, I'm trying to get a, a feel for, obviously I know it's like people are anxious, people are fearful. What has been the common kind of theme right now during COVID-19? Because the whole point of this show is to really just be a resource and a vessel for the community. Also singing some Paul Simon interludes. Naturally. But mostly to provide resources. So what has been the, what has been the theme lately? Well, that's actually a really interesting question and nobody has asked me that. And I've so badly wanted to answer that question. Wow. Just waiting for somebody to, to ask I'm me that. Oprah. Kind of, no, but it, no, it is, it is a good question because I would say the common denominator is people are restless, irritable, anxious, and generally discontent. But the common de denominator is they're not necessarily connecting it to how life has changed since the COVID uh, extravaganza, we'll just call it. I like putting a fun spin on it because there's nothing but Thank doom you. and gloom if you watch the news, which I hope none of your listeners do except this program. Exactly, because this is not the news. This is the doctor whisperer, or as my friends say in New York, the doctor whisperer. But that's, you know, it's, it's illustrated a very um, common thread that's literally affecting every one of us right now. And that's how a change in routine, how this daily uncertainty, you know, how restructuring of not only your personal life, maybe where you were working, how you were working, but also just society in general. How does all of that boil down into the crucible of, you know what, I feel on edge, I feel uncomfortable, I feel scared, but I'm not really sure at what. Mm. You know, yeah, I think, I know this coronavirus stuff is weird. So they're having a hard time really connecting the ins and outs and what have you to how they're feeling. It's, mm. I, I, so an, another way to say to your point is most people aren't saying, well, you know what, I'm really scared about this virus or getting this virus and that's what's making me anxious. Mm. And that's what I would expect and that's what I would actually hope people to be able to say, this is it, this is what's, this is the problem, this is what I need to work on. But it's so much more than that. It's, it's all of the consequences and sequela that's come from life after COVID. Yeah. It's been I mean, fascinating, but. I bet it it's has. It's been fascinating for me, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Can I be honest, it's been a little fascinating for me too. And, um, I am probably annoying to most, and I have accepted that. that no, I, you're not. I am to some, listen. I am pretty self-aware. I know that I am always. I'm always positive, you know. So that can that can be annoying to some. That's and good annoying. It is very good, but there's there's a reason that I've never been able to actually say. So I'm going to take advantage while I'm here with a psychiatrist. And I want to hear what you think of what I'm going to say. And I will give you absolution. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> so I 
have been homeless and I have had no food and I have wanted to leave the earth. So I haven't felt that in 25 years because I do very rigorous work on myself. So as crazy, and I, I don't know, that's a weird word to say to you. Um, as I that, a lot. I'm sure. And people must pause, like, I probably shouldn't have said that. But I'm just going to say whatever I think. So I thought, you know, I know that I've been, like, preparing for these types of things. I, don't, I didn't know it was going to happen. Nobody in the world knew this was going to happen. But I'm ready for this. And coupled with, you know, I'm, you know, an introvert. Although people don't believe that either. But it's true. So I feel like going into helping somebody else is of course what I'm going to do because if I help somebody else, I'm going to feel better because I'm going to get out of self. I saw a patient today. How much will that be? (laughs) That'll be $94, please. No, I saw a patient today and that's literally what we were talking about. That's that, that was the, the crucible of, okay, so you've, so you're saying you've identified life's changed look we all like routine we all like certainty uh especially addicts and alcoholics it's part of their treatment Mm -hmm. and they've taken this uh pandemic especially hard because not only has it logistically interrupted a a lot of meetings Mm -hmm. but it's really messed with accountability structure you know their home groups a lot of the routine behaviors they were doing um, whether that was before work, all of that's just changed. And, you know, we see a similar phenomenon around holidays, especially Christmas yeah. or New Year's or Thanksgiving. <laughs> and routines get disrupted. And I think, you know, kids, the elderly, addicts and alcoholics, they're the most sensitive to the change in routines. But we're all creatures of habit. And so this was an overnight change in routine. This affected everyone. On the positive side, because it affected everyone, you can compare notes with your next door neighbor, of course, six feet away and, you know, in a level two hazmat. Um, There's, you know, maybe we're a name tag, so you guys know who each other are, but that's some common thread that binds us all all right now. You have to be funny with your patients. I need to know this right now. Are you funny with your patients? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. So you're yeah. like who you are right now with your patients? Oh, yeah. Well, no, I've toned it down a little bit because you asked me not to, you know, offend <laughs> anyone, swear. Je- you know, you really cut me off at the knees. <laughs> That's such a but, uh, <laughs> Now, another patient who told me she was so depressed, she hadn't smiled in, uh, was it since uh, August, I think it was. I, uh, I said, really? Okay. And in the course of our meeting, I got uh, I got six smiles, dare I say, Aww. knickers out of her. Yeah, I was keep, I was keeping track. So <laughs> I do I do believe laughter is the best medicine. Um, but uh, yeah, if someone doesn't laugh at my jokes, I know they're truly ill, and we need to uh, <laughs> Baker Act them immediately and get them to the new, nearest. Uh, Acute psych care facility. Oh, somebody at the door, so gotta go. <laughs> no, I, I think it's great because I I do, you know, I just listened to this 
<laughs> I listen to this book. I love saying that, but it's true. It's I consume so many books that I love listening to audibles and podcasts and stuff like that. And I listened to um, a therapist who wrote a book and she talked about how, you know, what you learn in school versus what you do as a professional. It's the same with, you know, primary care docs and plastic surgery. It doesn't matter. You know, you learn certain things of what not to do, what not to be, how to act, and then you're confused as F. I don't know why I'm not cursing. I normally would. Why would I not curse with you here? Strange. It's my decorum. <laughs> or my decolletage. I forget what which is which. Probably. Right, exactly. You should show up. everybody your cool picture behind your head. It's really... I can only see half of it right now. Oh, my Alex Gray, you want a little want a little taste? Isn't that gorgeous? I love that. It's a bit hippie, but then again, so am I. We like a bit hippie. So, okay. My point was, I think it's great that you are yourself because I do know, because I get to work with doctors, obviously, and um, I do know that they kind of change sometimes when they're with their That's patients. I feel like this is an entrapment question because you know, you, you've, you've read a lot of my reviews online and I think that by far and away, the, the and, and honestly, it's the most, uh, it's, it, the, it's the compliment most near and dear to my heart that I feel proud of, uh, if I were to be honest with myself, which I rarely am, um, that, you know, Dr. Sylvester treats me like a, a, a real human being or just talks to me like a normal person and I and I always hear that and I scratch my head and I think like how are your other psychiatrists treating you like a specimen right like a dirt bag like, like a disease like some psychopathology I, uh, so that's actually some of the best feedback I, de- I tend not to read my own reviews as a general rule but uh, you know I have people for that <laughs> of course you do don't I, people? <laughs> right. Got to be someone under this desk. <laughs> well, really, it is. It is the greatest comment because I do. I remember how I felt going to my psychiatrist. I was scared to death. I was. Yeah. I was and I was scared when I left because he scared me. And um, and I felt safe going back to my therapist because at least my therapist was the reason that it worked with him. And I know this for a fact. I wrote a whole chapter about Ben Tuesdays with Ben because he revealed himself to me because he was himself because he. You know, there's a reason why that whole Me Too movement worked. And somebody said, you know, Me Too. And it's not like you're saying Me Too. You're just saying, yeah, I'm a human, like you. Yeah, so one of the alternatives here is, you know, an alternative to the way you're treated by every other psychiatrist out there. And I think, you know, some of that is my nature and maybe it's my style. It certainly wasn't my training, but I've told you before, I... I, you know, I was an engineer first, and so it's almost like I've I've brought in the the temperament of an engineer mm-hmm. into medicine. And to me, I didn't transform my personality to become some stoic uh, a jerk uh, to make people feel inhumane. I um, I just see them as someone just like me that I am in a position to potentially help. Yeah. So tell us about some of the other alternatives that you offer in your practice. So, well, when discovering all different types of complementary and alternative uh, methods for approaching, treating, 
uh, a variety of, of mental health complaints. I really studied all the different modalities, east to west, if you will, and was equally as impressed how many things that I may have learned in six weeks in a module in medicine on complementary and alternative medicine was a mainstream part of a lot of other therapists, sometimes physicians, practices. And I, you know, went back and actually did another fellowship, which I seem to collect, but specifically in integrative health, because there's a tremendous amount of science along with these complementary and alternative me methods. Um, and at, specifically how they relate to mental health, not just overall health and well-being, but there's a wealth of information I was really quite impressed with. And that brings along with it a wealth of, um, of modalities of treatment that I began to adopt into my practice and was equally, if not more, impressed with the, with the left brain evidence-based training that I had gotten, you know, the so-called the Prozac approach. Right. To, uh, Give me depression. some examples. I want some examples. So anything from, you know, light boxes, getting, you know, uh, getting people on a regimen where they're spending 30 minutes in the sun um, as a dose of medicine. Mm. Um, obviously, diet and exercise is something that a lot of people give lip service to. I emphasize those types of things more, but specific diet we take a look at because um, we, we do a lot of GI testing and we can take, we can take a look at the gut biome itself mm -hmm. and actually see if the, the relative balance of good, you know, good microbi uh, microbiome, maybe there's some yeast in there that's overgrown. Maybe there's uh, some bad bacteria that's taken a foothold and um, maybe people get small intestinal bowel uh, overgrowth or obstructions. So we look at GI health, we look at um, other clinical markers. I, you know, some of this an MD psychiatrist knows a little bit about like checking thyroid hormones, but they really kind of fall short in this, in this arena. They could certainly be looking at hormone balancing, understanding a lot more about hormone levels and how they, uh, how they relate to human behavior, which any human will tell you that. But again, it's odd to me that psychiatrists don't look at that, don't treat that. Adrenal function, we look at adrenal hormones, and then we look at anything that can interfere with it. So that could be toxins that you accumulate from your environment, um, heavy metals, which we're all accumulating. Some people have a harder time eliminating on their own. Some heavy metals than others. I mean, there are genetic factors that make us all different in that regard. And so I see a fair number of heavy metal poisoning in my practice and um, we can correct, we treat that, we can correct that, eliminate that. I see a lot of nutrient deficiencies. Some of the good heavy metals, not, not necessarily toxic things, but people that don't have enough, you know, iron or, or magnesium, or maybe they're low on lithium, uh, we replace that, guess what? They get well, they're healed. They, they, and even if Prozac worked, I feel better knowing I found the original cause of the illness. Yeah. Because Prozac works if it's gonna work, that 30% of the time. It works for while you're taking it. So then what, you gotta take it the rest of your life? I wouldn't wanna do that. I wouldn't want my family member to do that. And well, that's how I treat patients. 
And I love that you said that because, you know, it was a very touchy kind of subject when it comes to medication, right? So I'm really glad that it's you talking about really? it. Really? Did I just offend someone? You didn't offend me. This is okay, the, a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful topic that finally um, I'm hearing from somebody else <laughs> and not me because, you know, I'm not a doctor. So I'm, I, I really have no rights, right? I can only share my own personal experience. I can only share what worked for me. I can't tell you what's going to work for you. And um, I think that when you, I have a lot of friends that have been um, medicated for years, like decades. And it's um, alarming, dare I say. So knowing that there is a doctor that is willing to collaborate, you know, I've always been of that mindset of like, collaboration is so much better than this competition, right? Like who cares? Like there's enough people in the world for everybody, okay? Especially right now, when we're all in the same place, we can, we can see a concert online on Sunday, next Sunday, because it's Monday, not right. next Sunday. So there's so many ways that we can, we can help somebody today. It doesn't have to be one way. That's why I love alternative. You know, this book, Holistic Solutions for Anxiety and Depression. You know, just the time, I never read the book. He's a great doctor, I'm sure, in New York. But I just want, I wanted to Did keep- Did I write that book? You wrote it, that's right. That's right. Yeah, pretty, I like the cover. But you know, I wanted this around me because just the title made me feel better. That's the yeah. truth. Holistic solutions for anxiety and depression, combining natural remedies with conventional care. I was lucky enough, just like you mentioned, you know, I believe in science. And I believe in alternatives. I, you know, Eastern Western medicine was my first introduction to the medical world in my 20s in New York. It's been wonderful. And then I've been around a lot of physicians that are very anti-acupuncture, anti-massage, sure. anti anti-anything anti that is not them. And that, you know, it's just, that's not their fault. I mean, it is, but it's not. We need to evolve. And it's, it's taught... In, in the medical field this way. So bravo well, to you. And from the other end too, though, is you get a lot of maybe uh, holistic doctors that see Western medicine as the devil or as the right. enemy, or I don't want to go anywhere near that. And I'm kind of, you know, right in the middle. I, I feel fortunate that I can draw, based on my clinical skills, yeah. I can draw on a therapy that I think is most appropriate and it truly is comprehensive, and I feel very good about that. I certainly feel much better when, I, when I've tried or I have at my disposal all these tools from east to west, as we were saying, in order to help somebody. Because sometimes a combination of both can work quite well. We do a lot of nutraceuticals. We do a lot of um, personalized medicine, genetic testing. You know, in our f infusion room, we, we have all... Uh, kinds of different uh, IV infusions, not not simply for you know like IVC. We were we were discussing earlier um, Myers cocktails. We've got uh, um, chelation uh, preparations, of course B12. We, we have a lot of uh, other uh, injectables that you know people can get maybe once a week, once a month. Can we get it through our laptop though? Uh, I'm working on that. I, my, my buddy, Elon Musk, who's on uh, 
speed dial here. So, huh. <laughs> working huh. on it right now. It's not picking up right now, but yeah, we're we're gonna work on it. So you just hold your neck up to your keyboard, you know, okay. like this, and then it gives you a, ah. Oh, yeah, it's just like that. Fantastic. I feel better already. Right, and it's only twenty dollars. Yeah. Because it's nineteen ninety-five. Right, right, right. Well, but I, I, if you act now, <laughs> no. <laughs> right, but I do. You know, you're so right about what you just said because that has been. So none for, of that was right. Well, none of what you just did with the laptop, but the oh, stuff okay. before that, that you were talking about last Friday, not today, Monday. Yeah. The, the entire um, world of, you know, this whole, I'm alternative and I'm, you know, I'm signing. Yeah, that dichotomy. Yeah, it's real crazy. Because, okay, there I go again. It's subliminal. So I think that, <laughs> can you just admit me? Can we just? Yes. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to put the paperwork through the keyboard, too. Hold on, let me get it from you. Well, oh, thank like you. This. Got it? <laughs> oh my God, that is the best. I love it. Okay, police will be at your door shortly. <laughs> All right, hold on, I gotta get through this. Whew, this has been the best Monday. I feel great. Interview. You know, Monday motivation right here for you. But wait, 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 I gotta get to my point. I've had so many alternative, you know, whether that be um, uh, people that climb mountains and they have never had a medicine before. I've had anti-vaxxers talk to me. I've had it, it all. So I've had all of that said to me from both sides. But my favorite is when, you know, the, um, the alternative side wants to work with like the MDs, mm -hmm. but they start with at me about like how much they hate them. And yeah. people, you know what, guys? It's not going to work. Like, you have to understand that your prejudice towards them, they might have towards you, and we really shouldn't have any at all. That's why functional medicine, integrative medicine is so fantastic, because there's a, there's a, like, a great respect for both. Yeah, and like you said, the, the cooper cooperation, the partnership, the collegiality is... I mean, think about it from a patient's perspective. Like, wouldn't you want all of your docs to, to get along? And I've been fortunate enough. You know, I have both an allopathic or a Western uh, medicine doctor for, for my left brain. No, for, for, to appease my left brain, but for my, the rest of my body. And also an osteopath, um, really holistic doctor. And they've both helped me. Uh, equally, I would say, and more importantly, like you said, they they uh, they cooperate. They don't. They, there's never this power struggle or fight. Like, oh no no no, you don't you don't do that. I mean, ultimately, healthcare is up to the to you. It's up to the patient. Yes. Doctors are just you know there for vessel. your. Uh, They're a vessel. Yeah, I mean, basically, you're in charge of that ship. You're you're kind of like the president's in charge of the country you're in charge of your health and your body. Yes, you are. Yes, you um, are. And so your experts are, are consultants to you. And um, at the end of the day, you have to do what you feel is right for you. You help us heal ourselves. Exactly. Been doing this a while. I was just trying to think of a more colorful. No, I said, I said it better. Yeah, no, you, you said it better. 
but I wore it better. Okay. Yeah, but I'm not a doctor. So, this. If only I did whisper. I think I'll tell you who'd be happiest. My husband. Yeah. He says to me, he's like, uh, you know, you're talking really loud. Well, I was born in a place years ago <laughs> where we had a fight to get a word in. So, plus I'm trying to get a word in with doctors, but you're actually pretty good at this. I, I'll give you a call. No, I, I work out. I work out. Yeah. You work out mentally and physically. Yeah, yeah, I didn't hear I didn't hear what you said, so I assumed the answer to any question as I work out. <laughs> no, I I usually do I do usually do more appropriate interviews, whether that's TV or radio. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'm thrilled to be here. And Are you saying that this wasn't appropriate? I'm just saying I let loose. You should we should all let loose. There's a Flipping global pandemic, yo. I know. Let's never going back. War. Let's just be kind to each other. Let's make love, not social distancing. <laughs> but let's social distance. No, I'm just kidding. Yes, definitely keep yeah. social distancing. Up. Unless they turn that off by Monday. I mean, today. Today. Let's move on. Well, I thought by Easter Sunday we were all going to be in church together. But anyway, what about the Jewish people? They can I think they have churches too, yeah. They look different though. I'm pretty sure they're temples. Jewish people look different? What are you saying? <laughs> oh, their churches look different. <laughs> we'll have to let Beth know. <laughs> Hold on a minute. My office manager. Where is Beth? Listen, I loved her. Is that the lovely woman up front that I Yes. Met? I I liked her as soon as I met her and didn't even have to have a conversation. You know why? Because she was so nice. She was just nice. And she was like- She's very motherly. She's very motherly. She certainly- Yeah, she brought me water. You- Oh yeah, she's always trying to feed you. You didn't, didn't, I was talking for a whole hour. Not one sip was offered, but there she came like like an angel from above. Yeah, she keeps us fed. Good, you need that. We have to wrap it up now, even though I would like nothing more than to talk to you all day, Monday. But we can't because um, people have to have dinner now and, um, and they don't want to hear us this long because- Okay, I, so yeah. when are we getting to the questions? Let's go ahead and get going with the questions before <laughs> we run out of time. Uh, you have been very entertaining. My question to you is- Ah, here we go. My question to you is how do people get in touch with you if they need- your help. Oh, wow. That's a loaded question. Just kidding. It's quite simple. They can go to our website, the alternative psychiatry.org website. Nice. Or we also, uh, until the office gets fully back open, we also are using uh, the Florida Center for Integrated Telepsychiatry and Telepsychotherapy. Make sure you get that spelling right. No, it's actually fcitt.org. And that's all of our online health appointments, consultations, treatments. Because oh. um, yeah. you're ready to go. Like somebody could book an appointment with you and you could help them immediately. Yeah. How long are your sessions? Are they like an hour or half hour? 
Anywhere from 15 minutes to an hour. I mm -hmm. mean, I have some that are a little bit longer, like we do a lot of in our infusion room. Obviously, we do treatments that last longer than an hour. You just general, cash, right? You just cash? No, no, no. We take insurance, Blue Cross and uh, Cigna. We're working on United and Aetna, but the uh, pandemics made them a little crazy, a little yeah. gun shy. So I don't know if they've frozen provider but yeah right now Cigna and, and Blue Cross which is a biggie for most people. That's nice. Can you give us and they are covering the televisits for the first time. Well flipping about time. Hello. I know. Because you know it's not actually much different me being on a computer with you than being in person. People are growing much more comfortable with it. It, it takes about a week we found when we started the company our, our telehealth company. From what I, I realized I couldn't tell if I saw someone in office versus online. That's when I realized, wow, yeah, this, this is a good option. Well, I just wonder if like the education system will be disrupted when my stepson is only going to school for an hour a day. Like they have figured it out. So I'm pretty sure everything's going to change now. And I'm really excited about the change. Not so excited about the, the sadness and the, and the loss, but I do believe that we will come out stronger. And I do hope if anybody is suffering, if anybody is sad, if anybody is depressed, if anybody is thinking about suicide, that you will reach out. And you will, if not talk to Dr. Mark Sylvester, but that you talk to somebody, right? Absolutely, because the, we're, we're all stocked up on stress and, and fear right now. And what, what, like you said, the common thread, what we need to do is uh, lean on each other and now more than ever you know mental health professionals are are really rising to meet that challenge we've seen that in New York really all over the world with the with the healthcare workers on the front line it's just been absolutely amazing to watch even as a physician which I know that these these uh, amazing professionals you know will rise to this occasion and it's mental health's term you know right now to to adjust with this fallout Yes. From, well, I'm from so COVID, proud so. of you. I'm proud of you. And I'm so happy that you are working also with Dr. Richard Shulman. I think that you have wonderful healers around you. I can't wait to talk to the wonderful female. Yes, Dr. Bacchus. Yeah. Yes. So that will come primary care. over the next few weeks, I'm hoping. So stay tuned for that. And we'll put all the information of how to reach you. And uh, thanks for joining us. And um Enjoy the rest of your Monday. Thank you so much for having me. You're the best. Thank you. No, you are. No, you. You first. Okay, me. So. All right, you